This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, here's a stat for you that I heard today, and I was really surprised by this. More than 9 million Canadians experienced tinnitus in the past year. That's according to Statistics Canada, and that is a huge number. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's when someone thinks there's a noise or they hear a ringing in their ear, but they are the only one that is actually hearing it. So why does this happen? Is there a particular age group this is happening to? We wanted to find out more about this. So joining us now is Pamela Ramaj Moran, who's a Senior Analyst for the Health and Analysis Division at Statistics Canada. Pamela, thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, Simi. These are really big numbers numbers for tinnitus. Have we seen this before? Yes, um, it's it's certainly consistent with um, earlier work that we've done. It is it is very common. I think a lot of people haven't heard of it or aren't aware of it. But yes, we're talking 37% of the, the population, the adult population, which in this study was 19 to 79 years old. Okay, so is there a particular demographic that is impacted more by this? Well, uh, one... Uh, interesting finding in our study is that younger people, so the group, the adults in the 19 to 29-year-old range were more likely to have the tinnitus, 46% of people in that age group, compared to about 33 or 35% in the older age groups. And why that was unexpected is because uh, tinnitus is associated with uh, hearing loss, which mm-hmm. occurs more at older ages, and also one's cumulative exposure to noise. It can be a result of head trauma, dental issues, medication. So you, you would expect, and as often found, it's higher at older ages because there's more years of exposure. Right, but that's still a surprising number for a young age, isn't it? Yes, and we looked into that further uh, because we were uh, surprised by that. And one of the possible explanations, and we can't say it's definitively the cause, but is exposure to noise. And we looked at a variety of things by age group, and the younger age group were more likely to use um, audio devices with headphones yeah. or earbuds, which That's is a thinking. surprise. Um, amplified music, for example, at concerts or uh, loud restaurants or bars, um, sporting or entertainment of events, and also to firearms. So younger people were more likely to be exposed than the, the older groups to loud noise from a variety of places. And we also know from earlier studies that younger people are more likely to be exposed to loud noise at, at work and less um, often are in in occupations where there's loud noise but no headphones right required. so like a noisy restaurant or right that sort of thing. so does it get like what happens then as people get older then is there a way to fix this is it or is it just something that gets worse and you have to live with it well this is one of the problems is that um for some people it, it will just resolve so if a person goes out to for example a, a loud sporting event, um, maybe the next morning their ears are ringing and it will resolve itself. Mm -hmm. But eventually, it can become chronic and persistent and people can have it um, during all their waking hours. And it can become extremely invasive. And there isn't a a cure. Uh, If you speak with audiologists, and I worked with three from the Canadian Hearing Society, 
they all work with management techniques, and it might be um, cognitive behavioral therapy or, or there's certain sound therapies to help people manage it, but it can't be cured. So I guess those younger numbers then, that would be even more of a concern because this is something they'll have to live with for a long time. It, it suggests that there'll be um, a, a wave that right now we see 37% of the adult population with tinnitus, but maybe in 20 years' time, as, as that younger age group gets older, it, it potentially could be quite a bit higher. And, and the concern here is that for some it doesn't um, bother people. Like we did find that 30% said it wasn't bothersome and 7% said that it did. And in this study, it was bothersome if people said it affected their mood or their concentration or their sleep. So it was interfering. And we found that the people with tinnitus, particularly if it was bothersome, they were more likely to report um, poor mental health, poor, um, uh, to have a mood disorder, mm-hmm. uh, high daily stress, and poor quality sleep. It's, it's a bit of a chicken and egg. You don't know which has come first uh, because, for example, sleep can exacerbate the tinnitus and then tinnitus can interrupt the sleep. But by all indications and, and earlier work, it can have quite an impact on people's quality of life if it does become persistent and chronic. It sounds like it. I also understand that you ask people, the younger people in particular, that if they, they do listen to uh, like audio devices, like how many hours a week that they do that? Yes. We um we listened to uh, sorry we we did ask them um, how many hours and how many hours at a loud volume, and we found that younger people, on average, listened um, for longer hours and also for longer hours at a loud volume, and a loud volume um, is described as having to raise your voice to speak to somebody at arm's length. So it's, it's fairly loud, um, especially when you're channeling it through headphones or earbuds. Right. Okay. So they listen to quite a few hours. And so what could people possibly do then to present this? Are we just listening to too much sound too loudly? The pro- um, one of the prevent uh, measures to help prevent tinnitus is certainly to not have um, so many listening hours and at lower volumes. There, there are other um, things associated with tinnitus that if you're prescribed a certain medication or if you happen to have head trauma, there are things that perhaps you can't easily fix, but noise is one of them. And I, the environments that we're living and working in are, are quite noisy. And then when you add to that the, uh, the noise from your listening devices during your leisure time at a loud volume, you're really adding to the problem, not just for tinnitus, but also for hearing loss. Yeah. So that's a, a warning then, I guess, for a lot of us out there, is that we should, we should be thinking about this. Yes, yes, because uh, in years to, to come, once it starts, it's, a, it's um, something that you then have to manage. At the moment, it's not something that you can cure. Oof, okay, Pamela, thank you so much for this. That was fascinating. Good. Thank you for having me, Simi. That was Pamela Ramesh-Moran, who's a Senior Analyst for the Health Analysis Division at Statistics Canada.